What's happening, financial coaches? It's Pete here. And today I want to talk to you about a question that I want to ask because it is inspired by a number of questions that I get. And the question is, are you working in your business or are you working on your business? You know, your financial coaching business, you know, what are the things that you're doing on a day-to-day basis, on a week-to-week basis, um, you know, and how do they relate to building your practice? Now, I would say if you have the practice that you've always dreamed of, you're making the money that you want, you've got your work-life balance in order and everything is humming and you just like it the way it is, that's great. You know, you may already be in this position and so you're probably balancing the in the business and on the business. And I'm going to define these for you, but then I'm going to give you an example. I'm going to tell you a true story that is anonymized. Um, But what does in the business versus on the business mean? In the business means you're doing things in the business. You're kind of buried in the minutia. You are keeping the business running, but um, you are doing probably things that anyone could do. When you're working on the business, it means you are usually focused on strategic things, building the business, thinking about where you're going to go, doing the things that are hopefully planting seeds that are going to help the business blossom, if that makes sense, right? So let me let me tell you a story here. I have a friend and he runs a successful t-shirt company, um, very successful company, um, you know, not just a, not just a uh shared space in a warehouse where he's printing t-shirts on the side right i mean multiple employees multiple employees making lots of money you know um great lifestyle he has you know multiple offices around the country fantastic um and the issue is he has built this up over the years and i would tell you that if i told you what he doesn't do and told you what he does do i think it makes a little more sense about in the business so If you were to think about someone who is successful at this business and you are envisioning what they're doing on a day-to-day basis, I think we would have a pretty clear understanding of what in the business or on the business is. So let me tell you what he is not doing, which are all in the business types of activities. So he is not getting out the cleaning materials and the solvents and cleaning the silk screening machines. I've seen them, you know, they've got these big turntables. They've got some of these on-demand printers. You know, he's not doing that. He's not getting in there and cleaning it out. You know, he's got people for that. He is not. He's got lots of inventory of different materials and clothing items and t-shirts. He is not, you know, spending his day refolding them or sorting them by color or putting them on the shelves or unboxing them, removing tags, removing plastic, that type of stuff. He is not uh, spending his day evaluating the payroll vendor and looking at the fees and jumping on other payroll companies and seeing what they would charge. Um, He is not uh, worried about what the conference room setup is like, you know, so he is not going in on a day-to-day basis saying, you know, instead of black chairs, maybe we'll do kind of the gray twill chairs or, you know, what about switching the the table um, this other way, maybe diagonally to make more room walking around. So he's not doing that. Uh, And, you know, in their offices, they have these drink dispensers. And I can tell you that, um, The office manager is responsible for filling them with drinks. He is not deciding between kombucha and matcha, which I guess is apparently uh, a decision that the office manager actually had to make. But uh, he is not making those decisions. He is not reviewing the different drinks to, to put in there. That's being handled by someone. So what he is doing on a day to day basis, you know, and fortunately I got to good friend of mine. So I get to go and see his business and work out of his office sometimes, but um, he's working on a new feature that integrates their offerings into people's CRM systems so that salespeople can have direct access to, to uh, different products so that they can send them as gifts to prospects, those types of things. He is dedicating his time 
to going through LinkedIn to figure out who the prospects are for the companies that he wants to work with and figuring out uh, the pathway through the contacts he has that he can get introductions to them and uh, get meetings with these prospective clients. He drives the territory, you know, so if he is uh, in LA, he will take some of those meetings, but then he will use some of that time to go around the areas that they are, um, they are focused on. So, you know, he has some industries, healthcare and entertainment and some of these industries that he works a lot in. He's got the names of companies that he would like to work with. If he's in those areas, he will stop in and just knock on the door and see if he can get a meeting with some of these people. He is a member of a professional networking group. So every week he goes to uh, his meetings with the group and he annually meets with uh, his clients. So he spends a lot of time, you know, um, Zoom calls, phone calls, whatever it might be in person if possible, you know, understanding of what they have been doing over the last year, if there's any changes, if they have any different needs, you know, so he's investing a lot of time in uh, looking at making sure those clients are one happy, but that if there are opportunities to expand their business relationship, they're doing that. So as I kind of ex gave you some examples here of what he's not doing, right? He's not tinkering with the machines. He's not tinkering with the office layout. He's not tinkering with that minutia because those are all things that are in the business, right? Those are all things that have to happen for the business to continue to run, but they aren't really doing anything strategically for the business itself. He's doing things that are working on the business. He is trying to grow the business. He, all the things that he are, is focused on are things that are um, helping elevate the business to the next level, helping ensure that the business will carry on. Hasn't always been like that, right? At some points in the past, he's talked about, you know, he has had to do things in the business. He has had to be there late at night to print the shirts that needed to get out. He has had to drive to a supplier to pick up stuff so that they could finish up a run. He's been doing a lot of that. You know, the interesting thing is that over the past couple of years, he said that he's really been able to transition finally after investing years, um, sometimes alone in his business, into a place where now he is working only on, on the business types of activities. I bring this example up because, you know, I get a lot of questions which tend to be in the business questions. And I do have answers and sometimes guidance and suggestions on some of these things. Um, sometimes they are, hey, drop it. Sometimes it's like, hey, you know, spend 10 minutes on this or spend $5 on that, you know, trying to get through the in the business types of topics as quickly as possible. And I thought I, I created a quick list here of things that I see in the financial coaching world as the common things that people are spending their time on, which are in the business versus on the business. So here is a list of some of the things that I have seen that if you find yourself working on these, you are decidedly working on things in the business. Um, so the ones like deciding on a logo, reviewing a variety of logos options that you have, reviewing your website layout, asking other people to check out your website and give some feedback, uh, reviewing different invoicing programs, different online uh, billing uh, programs and services, uh, working on handouts, writing a course, uh, asking questions about the business to your Facebook friends or Facebook groups. You know, the problem with all of these things is that they keep us busy. And for a lot of us, we equate busy with value, right? We say, hey, I spent all day today working on my business, but you're working in the business on things that are not going to help make your business blossom, right? And what we want to do are do the things that will move the needle, add the most value to us building your business. So these are things like, how many times did you give a public speech, you know, a public presentation, right? How many classes or workshops did you run in the last week, last month? How about last year, right? How many coaching sessions did you really conduct? 
you know, um, these, especially that's where the rubber meets the road. The more you do that, the more testimonials you get, the, the easier it will be to market, the more referrals you'll get, those types of things, right? And how much partnering with what I will say one strategic partner did you do? So some of these things are really about uh, having a direct effect on the business growing. And a lot of those things that we had, you know, and you say, listen, having a good logo is going to drive. No one cares about a logo, right? I have seen terrible logos for very successful companies. You know, there are national companies that I think have very bad logos. People don't decide to do business with someone based on their logo. They decide to do business with someone because their product or service is the best fit and the best value for them, right? So when we spend all this time on trying to figure out, uh, should there be a dollar sign or should it be a little more abstract or should I get away from dollar and maybe have like hands folded, you know, for peace or should I have like uh, a serenity pose because I'm more focused on the health and wellness side, you know, those things won't matter. Uh, you could have a black square and your name in there, uh, Peter Financial Coaching, and that's it. And it should not have any material impact on how your business does, right? And sending people, you know, maybe your friends or colleagues to review your website is not building the business. None of that actually ends up bringing in clients. So what you need to do are doing the business building things, like I said, you know, and those are just a handful. Um, so get out of focusing on in the business type of stuff and get focused on on the business stuff. Um, I've often said that if you spend the first week of launching your financial coaching business on in the business stuff, I, that's fine. You, you do have to do some of the stuff, register your domains, get your email set up. But if by Friday afternoon, you haven't gotten in some of these things done, that's when you should stop. And now you should build a business because you can continue to spend all your time in the business between getting a logo, your name, your domain register, your email, a website set up, a Facebook page, um, and getting uh, business cards off to the printers. You have 40 hours in a week. And if you can't get that done in that amount of time, then you probably shouldn't be the one working on in the business stuff. You should probably be outsourcing it because it, it shouldn't take you that much time. All right, that's it. Hopefully that helps get you focused on the things that are going to make a difference in your business. See you later.